A thing that looks like a police box standing in a junkyard. It can move anywhere. Maybe. Concentrate on sin. Give priority to the detectors and the navigation systems. There is a corridor. And the corridor is time. It surrounds all things. On display, I eventually had to go down to the cellar. That's the display department. With a torch. The lights probably gone. So had the stairs. You are just number six. I am not a number. I am a person. Welcome to British Invaders, episode 427. This is the podcast all about British science fiction television, and today we are celebrating the 70th anniversary of Quatermass. This is Brian from Canada. And this is Eamon from England. Yes, we're going to be talking a little bit more about Quatermass, and I'm going to start us off by reading the introduction from the Radio Times dated the 12th of July 1953, which describes a thriller in six parts by Nigel Neal called The Quatermass Experiment. Suppose an experimental rocket were sent 1,500 miles above the Earth to make certain observations and then to return. The operation should only take a few hours at enormous speed, but suppose through some defect in the control system, the rocket veered off course and was lost for some considerable time. Suppose after it had completed a vast ellipse of hundreds of thousands of miles into the unknown, control were regained and it landed. What traveller's tale might then be told, or what might happen? Imagine it's Saturday, July 18th of 1953. You happen to be one of the three million or so households in the UK that owns or rents a television. And these were bulky sets that had a little black and white screen on them. And most of those, or a large proportion of those, were bought to watch the coronation of Queen Elizabeth II, which was the previous month in June of 1953. And the Radio Times gives you this big description that we just heard that was quite compelling and different from things you had at the time. So, of course, it's something that you're going to tune in and watch. And sticking with our imagination for just a moment more, through the static and haze on your TV screen, you hear the dramatic sound of Mars, the bringer of war by Gustav Holtz, that Brian uses as the outro music for our episodes. You see a smoky title reveal, The Quatermass Experiment. And then the screen fades to reveal a rocket hurtling into space. Dramatic stuff for 1953, I think, Brian. Yes, very much so. And bringing something that was a step into what television drama would look like, as opposed to these live performances that were more like watching theatrical plays on television. It was created and written by Nigel Neal, directed by Rudolf Karchay, and the adventures of Professor Quatermass became one of the first big pieces of British science fiction television and it would be incredibly influential. Absolutely. One of the building blocks of British television science fiction, our very remit for this podcast. And of course, it also becomes one of the first if not the first sort of event television moments here in the UK, a series that just demanded that people watch it. 
Now, we know that there were originally, we've covered this before, there were three original six-part serials of Quatermass on BBC television. Yeah, those ran throughout the 50s. The first one was 53, and it went up to about 58, 59 for the, the last of those. And those were also remade as, as films, as theatrical films, by the Hammer Films Company. And those ran in the 50s and 60s. And then there was a later revival on ITV with a new television serial in 1979. And there would also be a radio play, some theatrical plays, and a remake that was shot live for the BBC. BBC in 2005. And we did, of course, cover Quatermass and talk about all of these productions way back in British Invaders 7 and 8, which you can find on the website, of course. Absolutely. Yourself and Xander covered it back then before I joined the crew. And as you say, that you can find all these earlier episodes on the website, BritishInvaders.com, where you'll also find a bonus show that we did 10 years ago, Brian, where we celebrated Quatermass at 60 in episode 159, also on BritishInvaders.com. Can't believe 10 years that we've been, well, we've been doing it for longer than that now, haven't we? Yes, indeed. We're past 15, which is quite something. Amazing. So let's just give you some of our own quick thoughts about the importance of Quatermass and just sort of pause to mention the significance of Quatermass at 70. It's, I would say, Brian, it's almost impossible to overestimate the importance of Quatermass to British television science fiction. Oh, yeah. There were science fiction television programs in the UK before that. There were a few. But they were things like the adaptation of The Time Machine... Things that were very much done in a theatrical style, both in terms of writing and how they were performed and so on. And this took elements from cinema and from radio and brought you something that in its format was very new and was also quite forward looking in being involved with these space travel types of things. Very much so. And I'm going to mention that if you know the origin story for this podcast uh, Blake Seven had quite a bit to do with it but the other sort of key shows I guess for the podcast would obviously be Doctor Who and of course Quatermass. We were certainly talking about those as we were starting things up and yeah those were some of the things we were thinking about and Nigel Neal was working as a staff writer at the BBC and this was his first big show he would become a fixture of British television for decades and would become very important across TV drama in the UK and because we're here at 70 years on I'm very taken with the idea of that original broadcast in July 1953, Brian, with the huge impact it had and a story that you and Xander told on the original podcasts you did about it, the, the idea that Quatermass was such event television that on Saturday nights, pubs would report they were much less busy or even empty as they emptied out so that the audience could go home to watch the last episode of Quatermass and find out what happened. I just love all that, those details. Nigel Neal, of course, responsible for two of these great television moments on British TV from the 1950s, Quatermass emptying the pubs 
And of course, the story that we've told before about his adaptation with Rudolf Karcher of 1984. Yes, absolutely. And this was an era where television was a live thing. It was not something that you would very often have reruns of things. You could in some cases, as they did for 1984, but a lot of things would just be shown once. And if you didn't see it when it was on, you didn't see it. So you can really see how, you know, by the time you got to the end of the Quatermass experiment or Quatermass in the pit later on, you would have people really wanting to see that last episode. So yeah, wherever they were, they would have to get home to watch that when it was on. And you didn't really have the idea that these recordings would continue to be available. And in fact, that original series, The Quatermass Experiment, is partially missing. The first two episodes exist, the last four don't. And that's because the only reason they would record them to film was to try and rerun them. And they found that it just didn't work well enough. So after the first couple, they they didn't record them. And those were live performances that went out and then that was it. And talking of performances as well, Quatermass also gives us an early example of what a production team has to do when an actor might not be available for further series, for further stories, when actors choose to leave or whatever. Recasting was a part of the Quatermass myth. Yes, that's right. And I think that was something that they adopted from the theatre. And, you know, you would have performances of Shakespeare, for instance, and, you know, you'd get whoever you could get and it would be possibly different from who played the role the last time and things like that. So, yeah, you certainly had that. Quatermass 2, the second one, the intention was to have the original actor, Reginald Tate, reprise the role. But fairly close before it was done, he passed away. So they were forced to recast if they were going to go ahead with it. Then they they brought in John Robinson to do it. And yeah, from then, recasting was part of how they did things. And we had a number of actors play Quatermass. So where should our listeners go, apart from our earlier episodes, if they want more Quatermass now, Brian? Well, the Quatermass collection is still available on DVD, and that's a lovely collection. They did a great job with restoring it, and it has those original serials, including the BBC version of Quatermass in the Pit, which was originally from 1958 and 59, and that is my favorite Quatermass serial with Andre Morel in the role. So that collection with all of those original 1950s versions and with the nice set of extras and restoration, that's where I go as that original DVD set, the Quatermass collection. Excellent stuff. And of course, the more recent stabs at Quatermass are also available as well. Yes, they are. And there's certainly some good stuff there. The 2005 remake of the Quatermass experiment with Jason Fleming in the lead role. That's one that I quite like too. And this was in 2005, they did it as 
as a live-to-broadcast performance as had been done with the original and was done throughout the 50s with these. So that was quite neat and sort of a nice meeting of older and newer styles. So that's quite a nice one to look at too. Very much so. A rather sweaty experience for all the cast and crew involved doing it live to air. But yes, an interesting experiment. And it's a shame that actually we'll be pushing up towards... 20 years nearly i mean i guess 18 years since that production and we've not had any more new quatermass in that time mark gatis was involved in that production of course he would be the the sort of the obvious choice to perhaps bring back some new quatermass to the bbc but we did wonder off air whether there were some rights issues possibly affecting this brian yeah i think there may be i know nigel neal was very particular about other people writing for quatermass you know not wanting to have anyone else write for quatermass and also about having approval on things and so on and he was involved in the 2005 production he was still alive at the time and he reviewed and approved things for it and now that we're in the situation where nigel neal is no longer with us i think things are a bit complicated with the rights because he was so specific about not wanting to have things done without him Oh, okay but it does remind me of the twilight zone in the u.s being brought back so many times and the twilight zone in the u.s has a similar status to the original Quatermass serials in the UK of being that sort of formative thing for science fiction on television. So happy birthday to Quatermass, the Quatermass experiment, 70 years old this month. And yeah, one of the formative shows for British television science fiction and for this podcast. Celebrate by going and digging your copy off the shelf and giving it another watch. Yes, absolutely. This is our first 70th anniversary episode because it was one of the earliest things that we could look at and talk about. And one that's, as we say, so very important. So happy anniversary to Quatermass and you can find all of our episodes going all the way back to 2007 including a few about Quatermass at BritishInvaders.com and if you search for British Invaders on Facebook or if you find us as at BritInvadersPod on Twitter you can join in with some conversations with us. Do indeed. Come and find us on Facebook and Twitter and let us know what you think about Quatermass and of course also find us at the Voice of Geeks Network at vognetwork.com. British Invaders is a member there, the Voice of Geeks. Come along and join in the fun there. Absolutely. So thank you for listening. And this is Brian from Canada signing off. Yes, thank you very much. And until next time, this is Eamon from England going once more into the unknown. <laughs> <laughs>